0: afternoon, this is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carleen, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord, and King. So I'm on here live today uh, on Facebook, but I'm really not going to be able to do too many lives. So they'll be live, but they won't be on Facebook. They'll be on Anchor and Blog Talk. Um, and Then I'll somehow... Posted uh, the radio because I'm in the midst of transition. As you can see, my background looks different. Okay, so I'm in the midst of transition and newness in the name of Jesus, but this space is really not conducive to a, a live So, until God open up another way, uh, probably going to be just live radio. And due to the fact that uh, Facebook no longer um, have that uh, uh, whatever that thing was for me to do radio on Facebook, this is why it became Facebook Live. So, I am able to uh, do Anchor and I'm able to do it on uh, live on Blog Talk, but on Facebook it's not going to be so, As if, at least at this moment, I don't see because 'cause I'll be scrunched up in this little spot. Um, but I am welcoming everybody to speak life. This is a go tell my brother in ministry, with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carleen, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your house, your household, beloved, and I'm lifting you up in the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up the Kingdom Family. Worldwide, the beloved of God, the modest saints, persecuted saints, those treading down. Those taken by men's stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. Lifting up the children worldwide. And we are lifting up the green. okay? Because we are plants, we are trees, we are flowers, and we are to be green. Because green represents the life. Okay, life and earth and we're from the dust so. I don't know how that works. Green dust, though. But anyway, so, yes. So, Father, we come before you. Lord, you know, only you can do this, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, open the eyes of our understanding, and thank you for this assignment, Lord. Thank you for Speak Life. Thank you for allowing the ministry to continue to go forth even in transition, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you and I praise you, Lord. Teach us this evening. Lord, teach us what we need to know. Let us have an ear to hear. Let us not be heartened in our hearts or stiff-necked or let us not be rebellious towards your word. Let us not be contrary. But let us have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying and bind up everything and spiritual realms, it, that will be a distraction, Lord God. Anything that comes against your perfect will being done. And we give you all the honor, I pray. We give you all the praise in the beautiful name of Jesus. So, good evening, good evening. Like, I have to be free. I feel like I But all this well. How do we know when we're fighting the good fight? So you hear... Uh, I call him Salem because I'm speaking over him what I want. But he's at the door. You hear the bells. It's a male cat. Just when I say, I don't want anyone, you know. But So um, how do we know when we're fighting a good fight? How do we know when we're fighting in flesh or we're fighting in spirit? Well, when many times when it's a personal fight, we know. That's, that's the flesh. So what I mean by that, because a lot of times, even spiritually, things could feel personal. But they're not personal. They're kingdom, okay? And they're going against what God has declared over even the individual life. So to walk out our purpose, okay, and to walk out whatever has been proclaimed over our lives there's going to be challenges at times it may not always be challenges because as we read or we study there was kings that had peace in the realm so we we can adapt sometimes the idea that we're always going to be going through something well god didn't say it would be easy yeah i mean we struggle and so, but he said lay our heavy burdens down so it don't always have to be the toughest thing. Now, when the tough times come, yeah. But if we profess that we're always gonna be in warfare, then we're calling that to ourselves. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't. Cause Solomon had peace. There's different kings to have peace. There was times when Jehoshaphat had peace. There was times when, you know, David was a warrior. So but there was times. And so I mean, for him to have all them children, something was going on, right? And concubines, wives, and you know. So it it can be very challenging. But it doesn't always have to be like that. There is a mourning. Okay, so he says uh, joy comes in the morning. There has to be a morning time. There has to be a morning time. But when we are fighting, if it's an individual fight, That's more the flash. Now you'll be like, but my co-worker keep coming after me. Why? See, it could be it could be it always goes down to spirit, but it could be any reason why you and the coworker. Now if it's spiritual, then you fight it spiritual. But if it's just you two are just going back at it or they don't like what you wear or whatever but even with that it can be spiritual because they don't know why they're coming after you. They just are. But usually it's a spirit contradictory space. It's it's just like being in here. If I was in here with someone that has a spirit contrary, especially in this small space or smaller space, I would it would just totally explode because how can light and darkness walk together two cannot walk together except they be agreed so if we looked at why okay now it might have been archer how years ago i don't know They're dating the same man i don't know but when it's spiritual usually it doesn't have it's not personal but people make it personal and when we fight personally we're not fighting A good fight. So in order to fight a good fight, a good fight is a God fight. Because there's only one good. So when you get the word good, it's of God. Okay? So it's like, how do I fight a good fight? In spirit and in truth. So in spirit and in truth, the word of God, Jesus, is the truth. So we have to fight that in spirit and in truth. And you know it's your flesh when you just want to drag them out. and they, No, that's not. And even, I mean, it has to, something in the Word, you should be able to find that fits what's happening. One thing I've come to see, it can always line up with the Word in some way. You know when it's spiritual. It's always going to be someplace. Because I'll say, okay, where did I see this in the Word? Who's doing it? So that way you know how to fight that battle. You know what prayer went forth. You know. And so when you go to that and, and those conjoining prayers, how we fight a good fight? When we're fasting, even if we're fasting, okay? And we're fasting. And, and I had to learn this a few years ago, or a couple of years ago. When we are fasting, right? If we're always fasting for ourselves, that's not us fighting spiritual. No, that's half the time, it's a diet, okay? Or somewhere. But if we're always fasting just for ourselves, that's not a good fight because we have to get into a kingdom of God mindset. It's always about the edifying of the body and the saints. It's not just about the one individual person, okay? Okay. The one individual person have to get in order with God, but our whole world should not revolve around just us, just us, just our family, just our children, just our streets, just our state, our city, just our country. That's not kingdom minded. Even when I see saints or whatever the case may be, sometimes it's leader. Let's pray for our country. That's not kingdom minded. That's not kingdom minded. Because we know it's all nations, people, kindreds, and, and tongues. Now, if something is going on in your particular, even 2020, people was praying for their own country. Why? When the whole world is being affected. That's a kingdom mind. There's saints everywhere. There's saints all over, okay? There's saints in houses. There's saints on the street. There's saints in headship. There's saints, you know. So it's it's. We got to get into a kingdom mindset and, uh, and stop always being me, my, the Baptist, the Methodist, the Presbyterian, whatever the case may be. Those are divisions set to keep us divided. And that's not a good fight. That is not a... Uh, Methodist fighting Baptists and, and non-denominational, Is nothing about that that's good. That's not a good fight. Because if we're all proclaiming the same gospel, and we're all believing God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, why are we fighting against how we worship? Now, if it's not sound doctrine, the word, the judgment is already written in stone. The judgment is already written. I, I got that from a Maverick song, the young man. Um, what is this song? can't remember. A Man of His Word. And then in the ending part of the song, the young man, when he started talking, he said, it's written in stone. I caught that. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. Okay? I didn't catch that part right away, but Jesus is the chief cornerstone. So it is written in Christ. It is truly written in stone. We have to go beyond the surface. We have to go beyond our own understanding. We have to go beyond. We have to go beyond. We cannot stay locked in to the flesh because we have to graduate to spiritual thinking. There is so many of us thinking we are thinking spiritual, but we really aren't thinking spiritual. If we're basing things still on the flesh, we are not thinking spiritual. If we're thinking, if we're just in this individual thing, we're not thinking spiritual. How does this affect the body as a whole even on my job how if i'm on my job if if or or say somebody that's working outside their home somebody that's working under someone else how is this warfare on my job affecting the body of christ how is my response affecting the body of christ are there other saints on this job see how i'm responding or not responding how as a whole is this affecting the body of Christ. Because now, that's a kingdom mindset. Do I keep my mouth shut? What is God saying? Do I speak? What do I speak? Well, if we're speaking only fleshly things and if we're speaking in a fleshly way, are we telling, you, leave me alone, that's still flesh. So we have to learn from the scriptures how to respond to fight a God fight, a good fight. A good fight is a God fight. There are 66 books telling us How to fight a good fight. So let's go into 1 Timothy 6. But you, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. So how do we know? Okay, so he says, But you, O man of God, or you, O people of God, flee these things and follow okay so let's go back to these things okay let's go uh to verse one okay let's go to verse one it says let us no it don't say that let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of honor now master is a teacher also it could be a leader but master usually is teacher so it says that the name of god and his doctrine be not blasphemy master teacher his doctrine that's teacher that's that's teaching the doctrine that's the word of god it says that the name of god this is how we fight a good fight because it should not damage our witness when we're fighting a good godly fight it should not damage the witness it should not damage the ministry it should not god should still be glorified in good fighting it says that the name of god in his doctrine his his word his word of god jesus be not blasphemy we know we're fighting a good fight when we're not damaging our witness but we're declaring and we're lifting up the name of jesus it says and they that that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, okay? But rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort. So this is how we fight a good fight. One, we have to study. We have to study. We have to read the word. We have to get to know goods. So we need to know God. So we need to be at the feet of Jesus, okay? We need to be in the face of God in his word. This is how we get equipped. This is how we get our weapons, okay? So it says here because they are brethren, but uh rather do them service, okay? Um because they are faithful and beloved partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort so these are the things we're supposed to be teaching how to even honor those that god have set uh above us in the order okay those that are our teachers those that are our pastors those that are the evangelists the missionaries those that god have set in order that's one thing we have to learn to respect order okay some of us are fighting all everybody okay and that is that is god is not included in that Even when we're not under good leadership, you still go to God. You still get the order of how to do that because there's nothing that's not written in the Word of God, okay? It says, if any man teach otherwise, if any man teach otherwise, okay, other than God and his doctrine, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to the wholesome words, consent not to the Word of God, consent not to the doctrine of God, okay, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the word of God, and to the doctrine. he keep going back to this doctrine, okay, which is according to godliness. So the word of God is according to godliness. This is how we learn of God. This is how we learn to do what is good in God's sight because it's already written. The instructions is already there. So if we never pick up and study the good news, we're not going to know how to do good because we. Many of us think we're doing good, but we're not. If we're not doing God, if we're not doing God, and we're not doing what God is saying, there's nothing good in us. Okay, it's only one good. Jesus said, "Why call thou me good? There's only one good. There's only one good." When he was talking to the the ruler, that's what they have in mind. But the young man said, "What must I do to enter?" or to enter the kingdom of God, or however he says it. So it says, it says, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, the doctrine which is according to God, what he said, what he has written for us, okay, he said, he is proud. It says, if any man teaches otherwise and consent not to the wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, and to the doctrine, which is according to godliness, he is proud. Anyone that teach anything contrary, he is proud, knowing nothing. So any other doctrine, you're proud and you're knowing nothing, but doubting or doubting about questions and strikes of words. And and once someone uh, even even acknowledges or get to understand that you could be a Christian, all these debates can start coming up. All these debates. And usually when someone has an alt, they start going into a debate. They start going, well, why are they there? and It just goes into this debate where we could choose to participate or we could choose not. Just, uh-uh. We could choose to participate or we could choose not to participate. Is it edifying? What? How is it affecting the body for me to even be in this conversation, okay? It says he is proud, knowing nothing but dotting about questions and strikes of words. Whereof comes envy, strife, railings, and evil submissings, and evil submissings. Uh, it says, suppose that something is true without having evidence to confirm it. So, evil submissings. It is not true. Has no proof of it. Let's see what they say here. Suspicions. Okay. So, it says, perverse disputing of men of corrupt minds. Many times we get into these spiritual. Uh, battles and conversation with people with corrupt minds that has no, they don't, they have no uh, thought of being converted. They are there to try to pull you out of what you know. I used to be like that. So I can say that before I, I met Christ, people would come to me or talking anything or really and I am I was gonna do my best to make them doubt their own faith. And when when you are in the world and you're in darkness and you believe that you know that you know. And since then those that type of behavior has come to me a lot. So it's like we have to know when it's a flesh warfare, when it's a corrupt mind, when it's a distracting warfare, or when this is really kingdom, okay? Because we are supposed to be able to give an account for our faith. But when it gets into just a battle of words, it's not worth it. Because you're being dragged into something that one has no end, okay? And it's contrary. It's of a darkened mind. It says perverse perverse disputings of men of corrupt, bankrupt minds, okay? And destitute. There's no truth. They're destitute of truth. Supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. That's what the words say. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and remnant, let us be therefore content. That's a tough one. Okay? And it says, um, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts. Many people, this is, this is why even in those that uh know about the faith, go to church or say claim they in the faith. When it's a desire of the flesh, that's when you get a lot of these arguments. There's a de- uh, there's a desire. When it's an argument about the love of money, okay, it can cause a lot of those disputes. Because people want to justify themselves and they want to justify why they have this love of money. So they call it something else. It's not the love of money. But is that all you think about? Is that is that all you pray about? Is that because one thing the Lord told me, stop praying about financial blessings and flow. Pray about, pray for wisdom and the understanding of her. Because with wisdom comes everything. With wisdom of God comes everything. Because wisdom supplies. Everything supplies the knowledge, supplies the knowing, supplies the instructions of what we really should be praying for. Okay? So it says here, um, temptation and the sneer into many foolish and hurtful lusts. And when the end comes, we will know we've been deceived by our own lust and desires and lust for money and And fame and all those things. And drown men. Drown them. Drown men. In destruction and perdition. Which is permanently separation from God. For the love of money. Is the root. It is the base. It is the core. The love of money is the root. The base. And the core. Of all evil. Now you would think when we hear that. We are decreased. We're decreased from always asking for money. Because the need is not the money, it's the favor. It's the blessings of God. Because God doesn't need money. He does not. You can have a bill and he know he says we won't we won't we'll be blameless. We won't be judged. So if this goes against what he said, he's gonna handle that. He's gonna do Or we have to be taught good stewardship over the things that we have, because many of us weren't taught that either. And we're still in Christ being poor stewards over blessings, over breakthroughs, over answered prayers. We're still being and so we have to know the God way of doing things because that's how that's how we overcome and we overcame by the blood of the Lamb. In the word of our testimony. So what are we speaking? How can we be fighting good? How can we be winning? How can we be overcamers if we don't know God's will in the thing? We have to know his will. It says for the love of money. Now we know money. But what's God's will even for the money that you're receiving? For your paycheck each week. What's God's will for it? Well I got bills to pay. But what is his will? Because if we go to his will, all these things that we think we have to take care of, God got a way of taking care of it. What is his will for your paycheck? Well, first tithes and offering. Well, I only got enough to do this. and I, You really don't. If you're eating out, get your nails done, whatever the case may be. What is God's will? Because even that lack, that battle of that lack, there's a good against that but if we don't submit what is god's will for that it says for the love of money is the root of all evil which wiles some coveted after which is also covetousness is greed and it's also idolatry it says they have eared from the faith so the love of money eared from the faith so we know we're not fighting anything good because we've already erred from the faith, the faith is the word of God. The faith is Jesus, so we're already erred from that. So we're already blinded by that. We don't we we don't even care that we're not fighting a good fight when we're blinded from the faith. We are we we're, we're not walking in faith. But this is how we get there because one, desires and lust and the love of money. It says, but you, O man of God, no, I didn't finish that. It says. Uh, which while some covered after, they have ear from the faith and pierce themselves through, pierce themselves through with many sorrows. So those sorrows that's coming in, we're piercing ourselves with that because he told us to come from strife, railings evil submissing, but when we have a love of money, that's what we're doing. We have strife, we have railing, we have evil submissions and suspicions over everything. We are perverse, debating, because we're already eared from the faith. It goes together. It goes together. Because those things are evil. But the love of money is the root to that. So it says, but you, O oh man of God, flee these things. Flee those things. Flee being proud, knowing nothing, dotting or doting about questions and strikes of words, whereof comes evil, uh, comes envy, strife, railing, evil, submissing, perverse, disputing of men of corrupt minds, destitute of the truth. They don't even have the truth. Um, supposing that gain is godliness. And there's a lot of people confessing to be in the faith. They really believe gain means godly. They really do. People, they see you suffering. You can't be godly because we're supposed to be gaining. But that's not the word. That's not the word. Jesus gave up riches to make us rich in him. Wisdom gives us everything. Because God's wisdom knows what he's assigned to us and allotted to us and what he have not. Sometimes, instead of fighting a good fight, we're fighting the good. We're fighting everything that God says. We're fighting against the good because we lean into our own understanding and we want it to be done our way. We want to be comfortable on this side of Jordan. So, us being comfortable all the time on this side of Jordan forfeits us getting to the other side of Jordan into everlasting life. We forfeit it. Because we're fighting the good instead of fighting with good. We fight against God instead of fighting for God and with God. Because our own desires and lusts and our love for other things forfeits, pierces us through. And we we are so blinded by it that we don't even know. We are fighting God. We've become enemies of the cross. Instead of fighting for. It says. But you. O man of God. Or people of God. Flee these things. And follow after righteousness. Godliness. Faith. Love. Patience and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. How? Following after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. This is how we fight a good fight with the things of God. Following after godly, which is in Jesus Christ, righteousness, godliness, all things that pertain to life and godliness. Faith, he is faithful and true. Love, the first Uh, Chamber of the fruit of the Spirit. God is love. Patience, the fourth chamber, which is long-suffering, enduring to the end. And meekness, humbling ourselves to God. Once we humble ourselves to God, we can walk in meekness. Yes, because we're going to be surrendered to him and to his will, doing it his way, as much as possible within us. So, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life eternal whereunto you are also called and have professed a good or godly profession before many witnesses fight the good fight how do we know how are we fighting what, what weapons are we fighting with that power of the tongue only is is that the way we're fighting Are we fighting, throwing scriptures at? But that's not in righteousness. That's not in righteousness. Because we have to become those very words. Yeah, not use the word when it's convenient. So fight the good fight. Follow after. Follow after righteousness. Follow after godliness. Follow after faith follow after love, follow after patience, and follow after meekness, and we'll be in order, and we'll be fighting with good, good, with God, and fighting a good fight. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Pray you have the most blessed evening. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, peace.